today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Melissa Freeman is joining us, public relations consultant, uh, principal at Alyssa Freeman PR. She is with us now. Alyssa, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. As always, Scott. All right, let's start. Let's start and talk about uh, Toronto and what's going on there and the feeling in that city. Um, my impression watching this from afar is there doesn't seem to be a lot of information coming out uh, at this point. Uh, the family has told us that the shooter has suffered or suffered from mental illness, uh, a lifelong uh, uh, fight with mental illness and such, but that's pretty much uh, all that we've had. I had an interesting ch- uh, chat with Steve Jordan, professor of Department of Psychology, University of Toronto, and he shares my concern that mental illness is becoming a default position whenever anything like this happens. Again, I don't want to be insensitive. I I, I don't want to not point at the obvious, but are we using this as an excuse rather than a solution? You know, that's a real touchy one, Scott. It is a touchy one. I'm almost afraid to touch it. Uh, You know, you can use mental illness as a mitigating factor if there is backup to the description. Now, in this case, you know, I realize some people think it's a a bit of a default and an accepted default, which is why maybe people trot it out more often than not. But in this case, you know, well, there was the note from the family, which I know we're going to discuss. There was that very, what I felt was a candid interview with a friend of his who said that he thought he was turning his life around. He had gotten a job at a grocery store, but you know, was really surprised at the outcome. So in this case, it's really hard to say. Um, But mental illness has been a default for a lot of crimes over decades, Hmm. decades and decades. You know, would you rather go to some facility or do you want to spend your time in jail? So I can imagine that question gets asked a lot. In this case, I think that it's if it's warranted and that if there is backup and if there are doctors who can um, provide backup and, you know, if there's a bit of a paper trail that, um, you know, that creates uh, some sense of truth to the matter, then yes, you can, you know, you can use it. But just using it as a default and as a catch-all is, I think, what some people are wondering. Plus, I think it's pretty safe to say that anybody who commits such an act has some sort of mental health issue. Well, you know, they have to. And I think that the big question for me, Scott, here is, you know, where did he get the gun? That's and my next he, question. And, how does, and, how and does a person with... Was, this how, is not somebody who picked up a gun for the first time. No, and how does a person with this kind of condition get a gun? And, and I think that what's happening here now is that creating stricter gun laws within this city is something that has been put on the back burner um, at City Hall. But, you know, unlike Sandy Hook and, and every other uh, horrible tragedy that has happened in a, either in a school or a public place in the United States, it seems that this is really spurring our council into action and that we have to do something about this sooner than later rather than, you know, sort of arguing about the minutiae and other details which, you know, can, can bog anything down in, in government no matter what level. So, you know, it's interesting to see how this spurs the the many wheels of communication and non-communication. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.